Hey everybody, want to talk about Finding Me by Viola Davis. I believe it's called a memoir. I believe it's her memoir. Just want to connect. I, I can feel a lot of connections with Miss Viola through this book. So I wanted to kind of share a little bit. So we're going to get into it. Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. So we're talking about Miss Viola Davis, her her memoir, her book, Finding Me. I just wanted to briefly take a moment to lift up this lady. Not that she hasn't been lifted enough. She's done some amazing work. Fences. Um, I can't forget that scene where she was crying and she was literally letting it all out of her nose and face. And she's an amazing actress. She's a legendary actress. We cannot lie. But she's been through a lot of hurt and pain. And she talks about in the memoir of these different acting roles, kind of let her be something new, take her to another place. She was a young girl that grew up in poverty, was just her and her girls. I related to that because it was her and her sisters. I think she said her brother wasn't around much, but they kind of had each other's back, even though they were all growing up in poverty together. They, at least they had each other. They had somebody. So I can relate to the having your girls, and that's what I have today. Shout out to my girls, London, C, and Little C. Love you guys. And shout out to all my family. I definitely have to shout out my brother and his wife as well. There's a lot of people that I love, but those are my closest, closest family members. So I have to, I relate to that part of having your girls have your back. And that's what she had back in the day. And she also was she was bullied a lot she was the n-word was used on her a lot a lot of negative stereotypes were placed on her that in a way she internalized but she was one of those bad girls that was not taking anything for me I can relate to not fitting in as a kid not having a lot of money as a kid like I feel like I was her except I was not the one to go um, give you back what you deserved. I wasn't getting into trouble a lot. She does say she went to, got in trouble a lot, got suspended a lot. I was like kind of to myself at school or I wouldn't show up. That that was my um, thing. Shy, kind of really reserved and just I'd rather blend in the background than stand out at all because somebody's going to make fun of me. Somebody's going to start trouble. But I could be relate to just kind of being not really happy with myself as a child struggling financially not feeling beautiful and she gets kind of deep and and tells a lot about some of the things she went through because of poverty domestic abuse in her family other types of abuse that went on in life in general for her being bullied a lot called the n-word a lot and how did she take this and turn it around well, you have to listen to the book or read the book to find out. But the, I love listening to audiobooks now because you get to hear straight from the author, which is usually the person. So Viola Davis told me her story basically by listening to this audiobook, and it's almost like a to me like a limited series podcast where you can listen to a chapter at a time and just take your time and listen. So I really enjoy audiobooks these days. 
and hearing right the voice from that person um so relating to her growing up as a young black girl not feeling very beautiful there was a time in my early youth where I did feel like I was the stuff and I think I've mentioned that before I feel like I could be one of those little sisters in the sitcom would always had something smart to say or just always spoke my mind but at some point things happened in my life that I don't fully recall everything but I know I just kind of shrunk in and went inside myself and lost my confidence and I know that you go through those awkward stages when you're growing up and that can happen as well you become self-conscious well that's kind of what happened to me but I feel like it turned me into a different person it, it turned me to a more quiet shy reserved person that's kind of wants to stay to myself some level of introvert um I don't know exactly how outgoing I am, but uh, I do really want to talk more about Viola, but I do want to kind of connect with her story because I really felt like a strong connection with her and what she was saying and who she is and some of the things I'm just going to point out uh, from her story. Like one thing that I thought was different is that she had her first major role I think it was one of her first major roles called City of Hope it was a series that got picked up for a couple of seasons and she ended up living with her boyfriend at that time now her husband but he asked her to live with them they could save money on rent and I'm like well I was thinking to myself you have don't you have a a decent amount of money you have a your own series It only had two seasons, but I mean, I'm still thinking she made it enough to get a series. Like, why does she need to live with somebody? I feel like maybe she was, maybe because growing up, she didn't have a lot. So she wanted to keep as much as she could. Or maybe it's just hard out there. We have misperceptions and misconceptions about what it is to be a star. And just because your face is out there doesn't mean you have all that money yet doesn't mean just because you have that name recognition doesn't mean you have all the money to go with it yet so at that point in her life the money wasn't coming in as we would suspect a Hollywood star's money would come in um I even heard that in the music world that you know it you're out there everywhere everybody sees your face but you're not getting as much money as people perceive the managers and whatnot have to get money they have to get you more jobs they have to kind of build up your credibility so early on you may not be getting as much so that kind of stood out to me I was a little bit surprised on that Uh, she went to a camp of acting it's like an acting camp program and she didn't get in but she stood out so much that she continued to pursue acting as a young person and that's kind of how it got started for her it allowed her to live a new life and in, in different characters different roles and she would pick up those characters and roles and and make that a part of her persona and kind of heal like when it comes to the show how to get away with murder when they found out she was leading they were they were comparing her to Olivia Pope, Kerry Washington, saying she doesn't have the look, she's dark skinned, she doesn't, all these different things she's gonna have to do, be sexual and all that, they just don't see it on her. They were judging her because of the darkness of her hue of her skin and her looks. And she completely showed them wrong. She took that role and she made it her own. She was real, she, she showed scenes with no makeup, with her wig off, 
Spike, I really think she did a great job doing that role. And she also, I feel, kind of found another part of herself where people were telling her what she wasn't and what she couldn't be. And she just showed that she could do that. And she was more than what people would say. She doesn't have to be the stereotype. We don't have to accept and receive everything people say about us. Even those people that were in the industry were talking about her saying they didn't think she was capable. She didn't have the look. Uh, A lot of times people are so surface, they don't see the more depths of what you are and who you are. So I just appreciate this woman being a role model and example for women everywhere of all colors being somebody that they said couldn't be this, couldn't do this, coming from that place from the beginning, from a place that uh, most of us can't even relate to the level of poverty that she was in, to becoming the woman she is today. I'm humbled by who she is. And she tells a couple of other stories um, that I could connect with when it comes to having kids. I don't have kids. I don't have the the, the medical issues that she has, but I, I do have fibroid issues, but I don't have any kids. She doesn't have any kids, um, but she talks about having fibroids and, and, and she ends up getting her uterus removed because of reproductive issues. And she has an adoptive child, so she has a child in a non-traditional way. She talks about her sisters all having a similar problem where either they had very bad periods um, or they, one sister had only one child and then she had to get her uterus removed shortly after. So she kind of shares the issues that her sisters have in the area of reproduction and dealing with that. And there are some women that can relate to that or just relate to the fact that they don't have kids for whatever reason, we don't know. So I can relate to that. Not having kids, um, I don't know if I'll ever adopt. I don't know what my future holds in that area, but I'm good, I'm happy, I'm blessed. And I just like to relate to people that are are somebody that you see everybody perceives a certain way and say, well, no, well, they're everyday people too. They're just like me, they're just like you. When I do single old heads, singles 40 plus, um, and I reference a lot of celebrities and people that everybody say, well, it looks like they've made it. Their lives are great. They may have been divorced multiple times. They may not be married right now. They, they shouldn't be defined by who they're with anyway, but just to see that they're only human like you and me. And though they're complicated and they're beautiful, They're successful, yes, but they're complicated and they're beautiful. And I want you guys to see that you're beautiful too. And I think finding finding me, her memoir kind of lets us know she's beautiful and in a way it reflects back on you and you know that you are beautiful no matter what you've been through, whatever you have or you don't have, your successes, your fails, you're still finding yourself. It kind of reminds me of becoming Michelle Obama her book just just because you're on a certain level in life everybody sees you as successful you're a certain age it seems like you've made it made it um I still feel like she's finding herself and Michelle is still becoming herself 
So uh, the journey of life continues. The journey of who we are continues. It's okay if you're not all the way there. These, these amazing, successful people aren't all the way there, whether it be emotionally, spiritually, or whatnot. And they don't see themselves as being that or, or what everybody perceives. That's another trick in their book is that they don't follow the so-called rules of what the world says or, or expects or perceives of them that they always buck the system in one way or another, and they always prove everybody wrong. So that's also a great lesson in her story. And she closes with a very traumatic incident that happened with with one of her, um, with her parents, actually. And she was a young girl at the time. She didn't know what to do, so she kept screaming. They tried to stop her from screaming. She kept screaming, 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 screaming. She ran in the bathroom and screamed and asked God to take her away from there. And if she said, if if God, if you don't take me away, then I know you're not real. And at the time... Of course, she was still there when she stopped screaming. At the time, she didn't really... Maybe she lost her faith at that time, and she didn't. It actually reminds me of the part that was in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom she was in with Chadwick Boseman. Very compelling film, but he did a lot and kind of to renounce God in a way at the end of that film, or not the end, but in a portion of the film. So it's... And they were in that movie together, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. But how many of you guys' faith have been challenged? And even me as a young girl, I could even relate to that part where she was just saying, God, are you real? Because all of these negative things in my life, I thought things were going to be like this. And I thought you were going to help me. I thought I was going to have a good life. Why all this struggle, all this complication, all this stress, even no trauma? And being a young girl and questioning, God, are you even real? I understood and connected with that part as well as as what she told in her story. And even as she closed it and said, well, she saw that in a way God did bring her out, maybe not in that moment. But even as she explained that, I still feel like she still has more thoughts and more connecting to God and more closure that she needs even as she ended the book. So again, I still feel like she's trying to find herself. And I think where we all are on some level and who hasn't questioned God on on some level, of course, we're fearful to do that. And even as a young child, I do, I think it's important in a way to even think about God because some kids don't even think of God who is God I don't have a connection with God and if you if you ask God and you talk to him and you connect with him early on even if you're questioning him I think it's going to help you in your future in your life instead of waiting until you're an adult and then questioning God some of these things that we go on and go through early in life is for a purpose it's for a point And sometimes, for me especially, even though I questioned God myself and I was angry, I feel like my relationship with God is stronger today because of all the things I went through, because of all of the struggle I went through. And in finding me, just like her book, and in trying to find me, which honestly, I'm still on my journey just as she is, 
definitely not as amazing as she is, but still on my journey. And I found God more than I found, find more of myself. I find more of God and connection to God. I feel like me and God are kind of like an interchangeable, and I'm not trying to say that I'm like God or anything, but we're connected. He's my creator. He planted everything and planned everything before it was even thought of to anyone. I feel like me and God, we have a unexplainable, interchangeable connection that's never going to end. And I'm glad that it's there and I feel like I'm better for it. It helps me to understand things that almost seem un unexplainable even though I don't have the words still to be able to rest in him and to know and to trust him it kind of helps me carry on even when I don't have the answers and funny enough guys in life we're never going to have all the answers even when our day is done we still won't have all the answers but I don't think it's all about having all the answers but being good with whatever's going on at that time and being able to work with it, cope with it, deal with it, and still maintain your joy in the midst of it. So thank you, Miss Viola Davis. I love you. I look up to you. And I think we are all in some ways still finding ourselves. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions, comments, email me, cbiztv at yahoo.com. That's c-b-i-z-t-v at yahoo.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. And God bless.